Peace. Peace, everybody. Yay. Greetings, everyone. Welcome back to season two. We made it. We made it. <laughs> yes. Season two premiere of Artistry, where art meets industry. Again, we are your hosts, Rochelle Etienne Robinson. I'm staying substantial, Robinson. And so we're so excited to be back. Uh, we had a great experience with season one. Um, today, we're going to go over some highlights from last season, as well as, you know, lessons learned. Um, you know, 2020, needless to say, and, and I know it's been said so many times, has was a very unprecedented um, year for everyone. And so um, we were glad to have some 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 happy times, yeah, some happy sure. times that we can, you know, that we wanted to share. And we learned a lot. Mm -hmm. um, but we have this season for season two. Um, we can we're, we plan to continue to interview and bring you great interviews with some visual and performing artists. We have a great lineup of folks. For sure. Um, we have some writers. We have, of course, musicians. We have visual artists. Um, just you, to talk, you, you can name drop. It's okay. Oh, okay. You know I was, gonna, ahead, I was getting that. Was okay. My bad. There. My bad. You know, you we got to ease them in. We got to okay. ease them into it. Right. But um, yeah, so we have, we have a lot to talk about to catch up with you all. Um, but yeah, for those of you that are joining us for the first time, welcome. For those that are returning, welcome back. We mm -hmm. are so happy to, that you decided to take time out of your day to spend either listening to us or now this year. We've decided to add it on to YouTube as well. The visuals, you know get the saying? visuals. You know. So um, again, welcome and thank you for joining us. Yeah, for sure. For so sure. last year, twenty twenty. Yeah, yeah. So uh, <laughs> we started the podcast in June, right? Yes. Yeah. In June. So it started in June. Um, part of what motivated us uh, to do it was, you know, between the conversations we have with our clients um, and fellow creatives, uh, we thought it would be great to have a show where we could have these conversations, learn more about so many amazing people, um, while at the same time letting the world hear their story. And hopefully the uh, the wide variety of creative uh, creatives that we know around the world will get a chance to listen in, possibly learn some things, find some inspiration um, and find some hope in these trying times. Right. So, um, yeah. And I think uh, just based on a lot of the the feedback that followed, right, of course, people just love hearing um, from us. And that was a blessing in itself, but um, but they were super impressed with so many of the different guests that we had on mm -hmm. and um, their stories. A lot of people really felt like they learned a lot about uh, so many different people who we've had the pleasure of working with um, that have all, you know, a lot of them have been interviewed, but um, oftentimes people don't dive as deep into what helped them get to where they are. Right. Um, and that's very important for other creatives looking for guidance and trying to find their way, um, you know, getting a clearer picture of um, a lot of yeah. other creatives paths. I mean, it's in the tagline where art meets industry. Um, not only do we talk about, you know, the artists and the artist's journey, um, but also the business side of things. Sure. Because a lot of times, you know, as artists, we are so focused on the creative part when the business side is just as important. Definitely. Um, maintaining you know whether it's publishing whether it's licensing whether it's you know just representation and so mm -hmm. we want to make sure that we the everyone that we interview that you're getting the whole picture right you know, a mini autobiography for right? sure for sure but um yeah so um some takeaways was there anybody that um 
struck you that was like, wow, this was such a great, I mean, everybody, not to I was about away. to say, yeah, I was about to say, everybody. <laughs> let me, let me um, full disclaimer, okay? Full disclosure. Disclosure. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, we appreciate every guest every that we have. Them. Yeah. But, you know, there's always, I mean, there's, you know, always takeaways and something that will, um, that is lasting and memorable yeah. for anybody that you meet. So, yeah, I mean, one of the best parts about doing the show, like, um, there were so many uh, people that, because everyone that we had on the show were people that we had relationships with already. Um, so what was really, really dope was I felt like we learned so much about people to all of them. It's like, like you know somebody and, um, and sitting down doing this show, we got to learn so much about people we had known for years, you know? Right. Um, like, you know, I think Alan Cole, um, also known as Algorithm of the Stuyvesants, yep. um, you know, it was just so much that we already knew about him. But when we did the interview, it was just, you know, it was really eye opening because, um, you know, he's an amazingly talented visual artist and musician. Um, but, you know, um, in this climate now where everyone's working from home, he was kind of someone who had been was already, doing, already it. doing it. What a good, maybe almost 10 years, if if not more, uh, yeah. before all of this happened. And so him just uh, talking about adapting and how even for him, um, it definitely changed things. You know what I mean? So that was really interesting. Of course, um, um, Kokai, another person who I know really, really well. Yeah hearing his story and of course the hot as well. Um, yeah. uh, you know, they're, they're a couple who, um, both of them are amazing and super talented. Um, but just really getting to know them better because they're people who we, we spend a lot of time with. Um, and we definitely didn't know, uh, we didn't know their full story. We yeah. still don't know their full story, but it was great to learn so much more about them. You right. know? And I mean, honestly, the, the entire, um, lists of guests are folks that we know personally yeah i mean as stan has a saying you know our friends are dope and they yeah. are they mm -hmm. truly are like these are artists either we've met them through um school um mm -hmm. we met them through other friends yep. or we we met them for business and so um to be able to um share space and time with them and and really hear about their story and their journey was mm. was definitely a gift especially during this time i mean right. when like as stan mentioned before you know with folks staying at home um where some folks who are a little bit more isolated or became parents for the first time we mm -hmm. met some people who you know, they became a parent. Some people, you know, who perform regularly or on the road were now homebound. And mm -hmm. just to know how that um, how that affected um, their art. And sure. so uh, yeah, we, we learned a lot. It was it was very enjoyable. Yeah. Last season, if you could if I could sum it up in a phrase uh, for a lot of folks, not necessarily everyone, because a lot of them kind of were already uh pandemic proof if you will in terms of how they had their business model set up yeah. um so it didn't really it changed some things but it didn't kill their business but um but i feel like one of the themes definitely was the the art of the pivot mm -hmm. you know everyone learning to pivot in these times and and really adapt to uh you know the the changes they all faced yeah. you know yeah who were your favorites oh gosh um <laughs> You know, I uh, granted we don't have time to go through each and every one, but I think we, mm -hmm. I definitely would say I took something from each person that we interviewed. Mm -hmm. um, you know, one of the things that we 
we strived ourselves on is not only interviewing visual and performing artists, but we also interviewed um, those in arts administration. You know, mm-hmm. these are the, your grant makers, your grant writers, those who um, are executives um, running organizations like Brooke Kidd, who we interviewed, sure. um, Allison McNeil, who basically mm-hmm. helps um, other arts organizations, works with them on right. their diversity and inclusion efforts. Um, and so I thought that was just as important as interviewing the individual artists. Oh, as well. yeah. um, and then we had some designers. We had Sabasim Siddiqui, who's a fashion designer. Mm-hmm. Um, we've had, you know, a slew, a handful of uh, musicians and, mm-hmm. and composers like Mason Lieberman. And um, there's no shortage of musicians in <laughs> right. our circle. Right. right. Which is great because, yeah. you know, none of us, you have some that are producers, right? Mm-hmm. You have some who are um when I say producers are those who are either making beats or composing music mm-hmm. or play instrumentate, you know, instruments. Um, we have vocalists, we have um, icons, you know, I mean, everybody, mm-hmm. you know, professional, a master in their own right. Yeah. Um, I mentioned Karen Baker, who's an, a great producer and creator um, who was a joy to, to interview. So, mm-hmm. I mean, there was just literally, there was something with, there was a takeaway for everybody that yeah. we had, um, that we had the pleasure of meeting with. For sure. Yeah. So now that we talked about like some of our <laughs> guests from, from last year, who, who we got lined up for this year. So this year, drum roll, please. We have, thank you. You're welcome. Um, for this season, we are again, um, following suit, as I mentioned before, with, um, both, uh, professional, professional, visual artists and performing artists. Mm-hmm. I am so happy that we will be able to meet a very good friend as well as an accomplished writer. Um, Marcus J. Moore will be yes. joining us. He will yes. be our first guest. Talk about um, his book. Yes. He, uh, oh my goodness. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll get into details yeah. later, so, but yes. Yeah, so just to keep that on your radar. Again, mm-hmm. we'll fo- we're following a bi-weekly schedule. So mm-hmm. um, here pretty much until about the end of so mm-hmm. if you miss one, definitely follow back and, and check back in with us. But yeah, Marcus J. Moore. Mm-hmm. We have Asheru who will be joining us. Dun, we dun, have dun, Micah dun, Blacklight. Dun, dun. Uh, prof- uh, prof- oh my God. Phenomenal. Art, visual artist. Just a jack of all uh, trades yes. or a black of all trades. Black of all trades. Yes, um, there you go. A great friend of ours. Mm-hmm. We had the pleasure of, of sharing space and time with him um, in our formative years right. <laughs> right? Yeah, during sure. college. And so he's just a great talent. Um, we also have we have Brian Lanise, another great yes. friend of ours, who is an Emmy Award uh, Emmy Award winning. Shout out um, to our Pratt friends coming yeah, through. Just doing the most yes. and the best. Mm-hmm. Um, but he'll be joining us and talk his journey. We also have, of course, some vocalists. We have Carolyn Malachi for those mm-hmm. in the DMV area. I'm sure are very familiar with her. Um, not only is she a vocalist, she's an accomplished engineer as mm-hmm. well. And yes. so I, we definitely look forward to talking to her and as well as Kyle Murdoch, who will be joining us as well. Yeah. Um, we also have, um, another visual artist who is just near and dear hearts. We actually had the pleasure of, of again, going to school with her as well. Yes. Um, Maria Gaspar. Gaspar. So like from Chicago. Yes. <laughs> from Chi-Town. So mm-hmm. Chi-Town will be in the house. Yes. Um, the, the, the virtual house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then uh, let's see, we also have Kali Abdullah, who is a great creative mm-hmm. and producer, has worked with Essence Magazine. Currently, I think working with People Magazine, um, just about any great spread you've seen in the last couple of years in the magazines. Um, our girl, 
colleague out here doing it. It's doing big things in real, real life. Yes. Yeah. So that's just some of the folks that we'll be meeting with. Um, so looking forward to talking with them mm-hmm. again, as we had mentioned before, it's one thing to know somebody like in passing and you talk and, you know, you, you know, talk mm-hmm. about basic things, everyday things, but really know about their journey and what inspired them to get yeah. into the arts in, in the first place, I think is very um, vital. And, and, yeah, for and, sure. and, you know, it's interesting and we haven't really seen anything like that. And so we're glad to be able to bring that to you all. Mm-hmm. What are you look most looking forward to? Yeah, um, I mean, with this season, you know, we talked about last season being, you know, the art of the pivot. I think this season um, basically is it's kind of I feel like the theme is leaning toward, you know, the importance of building your network, because these are all people who we we've met along the you know our journey of um most of our guests uh are from our college years right um and what's amazing about it is uh, granted a lot of them are visual artists but so many of these people we went to visual um uh, a visual art school with also dabble in other fields as well um you know we mentioned michael blacklight um who also is a poet a dancer and um, a singer he does a lot but um even though art is his main thing but he's also um a coach as well you know talking to people about um the different changes their lives are going through and and just really motivating people to be them best selves their best selves so um i'm really excited about just connecting um and reconnecting with so many people who we started our journey um in the arts world with you know so yeah I mean, it's 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 very beneficial to not only fellow artists, but anybody who's just interested in learning about and digging into the artist's mind. So, yeah. And so, you know, we definitely yeah, sure. are um, grateful um, to them and to you all for for listening and watching and learning. Mm-hmm. Um, we we continue. We plan to continue. I mean, we've been very blessed that a lot of the folks that we interview again, we know them personally. Yeah. And so. Um, that is definitely another plus, and we would love to share that with you. We're all about giving giving them flowers while they can still smell yes. them. You know, I yes. think, um, you know, especially last year where you see a lot of folks, we've lost a lot of mm-hmm. folks from natural causes, from COVID, from, you know, illnesses. And so, you know, let's uh, learn to appreciate and recognize those who are still here. Um, it's easy to, to recognize they're gone. Right. Uh, and those who are here, who, whether it's through the challenges, through their struggle, their accomplishments, you know, it's all a part of the journey. And so we want to definitely make sure we recognize them for that. Oh, for sure. For sure. And, um, you know, we definitely um, we're blessed to know the people that we know and um, and learn from them and spend the time with them. And so whenever we get the opportunity to, you know, we like bragging on our friends, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like uh, we do a pretty good job ourselves. Yeah. Um, but super proud of our friends and what they've managed to accomplish in, um, in our many associates. Whenever we can shine a light on them, uh, we absolutely do. So we can't wait for y'all to uh, see what's lined up this season. Right. And those of you who are friends uh, or fans of Stan, substantial. I'm high. <laughs> um, we also, one person I did forget to mention who, I, how could I, because it's, it's going to be a riot, but um, save mm. the best for last, right? Is uh, Tone Deaf. Tone Deaf will be in the house. Yes. For those of you that are QN5 fans or familiar with, um, you know, um, 
with Tone. Mm-hmm. Um, he's joining us as well. So that should yeah. be <laughs> that should be a lot of fun. And those of you that know him, that might know not why be a we're PG-13 laughing. Thirteen episode that might be a hard R. <laughs> right. You know? So, um, but yeah, we're definitely looking forward to it. Again, for those of you that are joining mm. us for the first time, so um, Stan and I are actually a husband wife team. We mm-hmm. have our, our own company called Substantial Art Music, um, where it is a multimedia art agency where we provide um, both visual and performing artists with resources and support, Mm -hmm. um, as well as things that, um, that they probably didn't have to think about in depth or need assistance with, um, let's say whether it's a website or Mm -hmm. a logo or, um, navigating social media marketing. And so we provide that as a service as well as provide workshops to the the general public and the arts community. For sure. Anything I left out? No, I mean, you definitely covered the bulk of it. Um, I mean, definitely a wide variety of services. Uh, we're kind of like a wraparound service in a lot of ways. Um, outside of the consulting, uh, you know, there are small businesses who sometimes need yeah, just help true. with their uh, with their branding and, and other materials. And, um, and so we do a lot of that work. But the biggest thing is just really looking out for fellow creatives, um, providing them as many tools as uh, possible mm-hmm. and just really uh, showing them that you know, this is something that you can do and take care of yourself, those you care about Mm -hmm. and really make a difference in the world, um, not just in your own life, you know. And so um, oftentimes as creatives and uh, it's funny, I said this the other day and I could see someone (laughs) making a face when I when I said it. But oftentimes as creatives, we get advice on we get career advice from people who aren't creatives. So, you know, it's it's uh that's like a cat giving a dog advice, right? While there might be some things uh, that can be useful um, in what's being said, you know, one doesn't necessarily understand what it's like to be um, in that position full time. And, and, you know, oftentimes there are people who themselves are creatives um, or uh, don't even necessarily have creatives in their inner mm-hmm. to really be able to speak on or give advice to people who are pursuing that path. And so oftentimes a lot of us get told the same things when we're growing up um, by non-creatives um, who like, you know, school and other people have beat the creativity out of a lot of these people. And so, um, so yeah, so we, you know, we do our best to just be uh, angel on the shoulder of a lot of these other creatives to, to help them make wise decisions and uh, fulfill their dreams and what they believe their destiny and purpose is, you know? Right. Um, speaking of, uh, you know, do, giving our best. And so, you know, some lessons learned from last season. Mm. <laughs> Talk about it. Um, you know, I think for a lot of us, you know, um, navigating both Zoom and, and these new outlets and platforms um, has been a learning curve for a lot of us. Yes. And um, we've, you know, we're not... <laughs> We're not immune to that. And so um, some take some lessons that we learn as far as audio um, and some mixing. I mean, some musician, but, you know, with anything, you know, technology is technology. Yeah. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. Right. Oh, we had challenges today. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> right. So, you know. So it never fails. And so um, we've, I mean, even the Golden Globes I hear had um, some issues. So, yeah. you know, we're in good company. Um, having said that, we had um, some issues with um, Funky DL, who was one of our guests last year. 
um, but we ended up guest. being our last guest, but it was just as, as memorable and, and yeah. just as um, important. And so we were happy that we were able to do that. Unfortunately, we, we had some technical issues with one of our guests, Jamila Felton, mm -hmm. who is a, a, prof, a phenomenal um, baker, visual artist. And so she'll be coming back on the this show season. again season. We mm -hmm. wanted to make that. And so um, and it was such a good interview too. Yes, so, it was. Yeah. But you know, things happen. And so we want to make mm -hmm. sure we want to give the best in quality um, to our guests and also for our, for our audience. And so mm -hmm. you'll be seeing her again this year. Yes, Any other <laughs> hiccups? I mean, I those mean, are the main ones. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, we ain't got to tell them all our business. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you get it. It's challenging out here in these streets. You know, we're making the, the best of the situation. Yeah. Um, I think the more important thing is that, you know, for those of you listening, a lot of times we look at other people's lives and their paths and, and we don't necessarily see uh, the flaws. Right. Or like we we kind of hold people up on a pedestal yeah. and we, you know, we, we struggle like everyone else do. And so um, it was definitely a fight to make the make the show happen. It, um, you know, podcasts aren't necessarily the the most lucrative thing um, to do. So. You know, it requires a lot of time and energy. So um, just understand that this is a labor of love for us. It's not necessarily about, uh, you know, it's not necessarily about perfection. It's not necessarily about money. It's really just about having these conversations, doing the work mm -hmm. and trying to inspire others uh, with the information that is provided on the show. Yeah, so. absolutely. So um, one thing I will say, if you want to learn more about us um, as individuals, we actually, um, if you go back to season one, you can actually revisit and more about us um, mm. as our as far as Ep our journey. Yep, episodes one and two. Episodes one and two, and then also if you want to learn more about any of our past guests, um, mm. just to catch up, we are available on just about every podcast platform. Yes, so, pretty much. I um, mean, the only thing that's new is YouTube, but you could you can listen to the audio on YouTube. Right. But um, but now we got visuals. But now we got visuals. You know what I'm saying? Because she's cute. You know what I mean? So, you know. Thank you, boo. You're welcome. Thank you, boo. You, you be too shabby. You're welcome. Hey, I'll you see you. You better stop playing. This camera on. You better stop it. <laughs> so, anyway. Right? But, uh, but yeah. So, uh, what's next? What we got? Because uh, there's so much. We, oh, we've been goodness. busy. Yeah. So, as far as... Um, so, we did recaps and highlights. Mm -hmm. um, as far as us as a business, what yes. we've been up to. We've been very and as individuals and as individuals, we've been you know, very, very fortunate to um, to have a lot of the opportunities that we've ha gotten. Mm -hmm. um, we've had some um, fantastic clients who mm -hmm. who sought us out. So, um, most of them, I would say, are folks that we know. Yes. Um, and there's been some folks that we did not know, which was mm -hmm. just as great. Um, so as far as um, we did perform what's called a case study. Mm -hmm. um, a case study is basically like a portfolio of your work um, right. and, you know, based on your client's needs, what were their issues and how were you able to help them resolve those issues? Right. And so, um, you know, as we mentioned before, our business is pretty much um, helping artists navigate, whether it's social media marketing, um, mm -hmm. develop a website, mm -hmm. um, helping them with streaming and um things of that nature. And so we actually did perform that mm -hmm. um, for several artists in 2020 and even going into 21. And so we were very, um, very happy that we were able to do that for artists. And so if you are an aspiring artist and are looking for assistance with navigating 
any of those things that I've mentioned, or just need um, consultation as far as which direction, which direction to go into, mm-hmm. um, we can help you definitely um, with that. For sure. Um, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, just to talk about some of the gains that we saw, um, you know, I know that uh, we serviced um, a wide variety of um, different types of visual visual artists, musicians, small businesses, um, you know, so one of our clients, um, Delcus Collections. In fact, if you've seen me with a dashi on, uh, it's usually made by Della, um, the owner of Delcus Collections. And, um, you know, one of the many successes that we saw last year was um, we were hard at work on her website long before, uh, well, not long before, but right before um, the pandemic began. And uh, ironically enough, you know, part of the reason why we were working on this website is so that she could basically be able to sell her product online um, and have that ability because the vast majority of how she sell uh, sells most of her content or um, her uh, clothing was basically through festivals, right? Like different festivals and um, local events and all of that. And needless to say, that came to a screeching halt. And so luckily we just happened to be working on her website and get her website up just in time um, to be able to make the most of the current situation um, and keep her business, you know, thriving in the midst of all of this craziness. So that's one of the major successes, I think, uh, because um, she's someone we've been uh, supporting by uh, purchasing um, her clothing for years, Mm -hmm. um, you know, and then she ended up becoming a client of ours, which is awesome. And and, uh, we're just so happy that was uh, able to work out for, you know. Yeah. And the timing could not have been better. Like yes. it was literally, oh my goodness. it was literally like, you know, um, lockdown happened, not lockdown, but you know, the, um, where folks were quarantine, quarantining. Yes. Quarantining. Thank mm-hmm. you. Um, like she went live, like right then and there. Right. And another uh, company, um, and dear friends of our owners of Spizzy mm-hmm. Smoothies and Teas, where um, if, for those of you in the DMV area, it's a great smoothie shop, black mm-hmm. owned um, business in Prince George's County, Maryland. Um, they do smoothies, they mm-hmm. do teas, they do, they have food. It's a great, great restaurant. And it was a restaurant that literally opened in March. It opened the week that the lockdowns um, in Maryland, in PG County started. Like, so right when they started locking down different businesses, um, and made it so that only essential businesses could be open with the restaurants. That was the week that they opened their doors, um, yeah. which is insane. That's like, it's scary enough to start your own business, um, especially a brick and mortar location. But to do that uh, right at the height of everyone didn't know when this was going to end. Um, and things were really just starting in terms of people uh, really kind of locking everything down to keep folks safe. Yeah. Um, so it was a scary time. And, and with so many businesses that have shuttered their doors, <laughs> restaurants and especially restaurants, because if you're a dine-in restaurant and people can't dine in, what do you, sure. can, what can you do? And so right. um, we were very fortunate to help them with um, in creating, developing and creating their, their logo mm-hmm. um, as well as their digital menu, yep. as well as any um, marketing materials that they had. And mm-hmm. so we worked with them on that. And so that Bookmarks, was marks, posters, lawn signs, yes. uh, 
uh yeah flags they, yes <laughs> so yeah whatever they need we did a lot of that and so we were very fortunate to be able to help them with that and they've been seeing they've seen great games and so yes. we're very happy and proud of them absolutely um you want to talk about of course our partners at creative suitland yes Creative Suitland is an okay. art center located also in Prince George's County. Mm -hmm. We do a lot of our work in the DMV area, particularly in Prince George's County. That is the home and birthplace of the hubs over here. Oh, and yeah. so we definitely want to always do our part in servicing and providing um, programs to them. So as an artist partner of Creative Suitland, um, we help them with uh, their grand opening. They just are, are about to celebrate their one year anniversary. Mm -hmm. um, same with, you know, similar to Spizzy had literally opened their doors in February and a month had all these programs and, and classes planned out. And unfortunately we're able to, um, to participate. Right. So um, yeah, but we still, you know, they're still, they're thriving. Mm -hmm. um, they offer both uh, dance classes, music classes, um, a series of things that they've been doing virtually. We partnered with them for the second time for the second year in a row with our, uh, it's a Kwanzaa celebration that right. received, um, you know, media exposure. Thanks to PR Maven, Miss Kelly Maven Media, for sure. um, who definitely Shop was games. a great uh, resource for us. Mm -hmm. um, we provided a virtual uh, Kwanzaa program where mm -hmm. we, it consisted of, Storytelling, restorative justice, seated yoga, um, performances by Substantial oh and um, Need Them by a Drum and Dance. And mm -hmm. so it was it was great to have um, to continue to be able to do that and provide it to not only the DMV community, but we were able to open it up to globally. Mm -hmm. So that that was a, a plus in that. I mean, granted, nothing beats in in-person performances and in-person, you know, uh, productions, but mm -hmm. we were glad that we were able to still um, pursue that. Sure, for sure. Anybody else you want to highlight? Yeah, um, yeah, definitely. Some of the musicians that we had the pleasure of working with, uh, both uh, musicians, um, record label, um, just a wide variety of folks. And uh, so um, I guess we'll start with, keep going, but almost there, any minute. Wow. <laughs> so shout out to uh, J-Soul. Um, J-Soul had a really good year in 2020 in terms of um, his streaming. Um, we were blessed to work with, uh, we've been working with him for years. Um, not four years, but we've been working with him for years, like a very long time. And um, I mean, he saw gains of over 300 percent in four different categories um, on Spotify. Uh, he went from uh, being listened to in uh, 76 countries in 2019 to 84. Um, his uh, monthly listeners um, or his listeners overall went up um, nearly four percent. Um, and so that was amazing. Yeah. People listen to his music uh, uh, three times more than they did the year before. And he literally saw five times the um, actually, no, I'm, am I saying that right? No. Yeah, I was right. Five times the amount of streaming that he saw the year before, um, you know. And so, yeah, it was it was huge gains for him. Um, you know, we're super proud of the work that we've been doing with him and the advice that we've given him over the years. And and it's dope to see him be able to take that information and really run with it. Um, another one of our big successes, um, as some of you who know me um, know, I did a collaboration with T. Lucas. 
uh, with the goal of b before we even did the collaboration, he was a client of ours. Um, and, uh, you know, I saw I saw an opportunity to maybe do some production for him to help him continue to boost his numbers along with the work we were already doing. And so last year, um, you know, he basically went up nearly 10,000 percent in four categories in terms of um, total streams, total lists, uh, new listeners and playlist ads. So that was amazing. Um, you know, a direct quote from him was it was the first time that, um, you know, his music actually that he actually saw a return from all the work he had been putting in yeah. um, financially. And so that was amazing that, um, you know, we were super proud of that. Um, and we know that he's just going to continue to grow and write it for whatever he um, decides to do next. But um, but that was definitely another highlight. Um, also, um, Hypnot Records, uh, you know, we've had a relation with a relationship with them for quite some time. Um, they used to be owned by Kevin Nottingham. They're now owned by um, uh, Joseph Miles, who's uh, one of two members of uh, the production group, the other guys. Mm -hmm. And um, and they saw some major gains as well. Um, you know, we worked with him on different strategies and consulted him and gave him advice on how to improve um, their streaming as a company and also um, for his group. And so they jumped from 76 countries to 92 countries. They went from people listening to their music in 2019 for about three and a half hour, uh, three and a half. No, pardon me, 3,500 hours total in 2019 to over 30,000 hours. Yeah. Um, so, you know, nearly 10 times, um, you know, uh, that was amazing. Um, <laughs> you know, um, they were um, 26,000.6 listeners in 2019 to 246.2 thousand listeners in 2020. Um, they uh, jumped from 76,000 plus streams in uh, 2019 to over 800,000 streams in 2020. Um, and they directly credit us and our advice, um, you know, for those gains. I mean, just man, you know, it's that I mean, just so many huge things that happen. Um, and then there was another project that we worked on that we assisted with. Shout out to Mason Lieberman um, in the release of the Real Folk Blues vinyl. Um, that was a fundraiser uh, that we basically um, collaborated on initially when he presented the project. Um, you know, I was just one of you know, one of the 40 plus artists that performed on the track. Um, and it was a fundraiser to raise money for the CDC uh, and um, doctors borders to help with the fight against COVID. And so initially it was just going to be a digital release. And and that would have been fine. You know, I think it would have definitely still saw a lot of the success that it saw in terms of how many people watch it on YouTube. But we decided to take it a step further. I advised them that maybe we should do this on vinyl considering that we were working with Bebop. Yeah, and, and even a collector's item because right. we have a lot of a, a very strong fan base mm -hmm. already that was already positioned. Yeah, for sure. And so when we decided to go that extra route um, and do the vinyl, um, basically the, the project jumped. Uh, I mean, we saw maybe like $10,000 or so in digital sales and streams, but um, but additional $40,000 came from the vinyl alone. So we helped that project raise over $50,000, um, you know, and was able to donate it to a great cause and help with this fight that uh, that all of us are still very much um, in the middle of right now. Mm -hmm. So that was exciting. Um, that song also uh, 
peaked um, at number six on the Billboard World Digital Sales Charts. So that was a huge success as well. Um, and, you know, it's nice to know that we played a small part in that. Um, and shout out to all of the amazing artists. Um, and of course, shout out to the uh, the companies, um, Funimation, Sunrise, uh, for even allowing uh, Mason and the entire team to, uh, you know, giving us permission to use the IP um, for this um, great cause. And, you know, just, oh, and, oh my God, and Yoko Kana and, um, and the, uh, the seatbelts. Um, the original composer and band from the TV show uh, even jumped in on it. Yeah. And um, that just helped it become a huge thing. And was I don't even know if we mentioned it in the case study, but the song also was number one on the Amazon rock charts as well. Mm. Yeah, just, you know, I mean, it's not bad. <laughs> it was not all bad last year. Yeah. You know, we definitely had our challenges, but we saw some great successes um, and just... Yeah, it was a man, it, um, you know, and so that's what we were able to do as a company. Um, how about you? What do you feel? What are some of your proudest moments uh, that, you know, professionally that ne didn't necessarily fall under substantial art and music because you are an artist? So, yes, I am. So, what, so what are some of the awesome things you got to do last year, <laughs> Mrs. Robinson? So like so many um, those my, my background is in, in fashion design. So, so mm -hmm. like so many. Of, of folks that were out there who have a sewing machine was literally um, performing a sweatshop of one, creating masks for my entire family. And my family, we're Haitian American. So needless to say, it's a lot of us. It's, it's a lot. A, it's a lot. And, and, and quite a few uh, work in the medical field. I wanted to make sure the little bit I could do. I had fabric. I have a sewing machine you know, let the powers combine and, and um, perform my due diligence and, and do my part in helping out. And so I started the year with that. Um, we were, this, the year started out strong. I mean, mm -hmm. we were in February of last year, we had went to Hawaii um, to perform workshops. Um, I work very much closely with uh, Adrian Jones, um, who was a guest of ours last year as well, who is the fashion professor at um, fashion design professor at Pratt Institute. Mm -hmm. And so um, together she and I um, run blackdressexhibit.com where we feature black um, black designers, black uh, stylists, models, basically all those in the uh, fashion industry of, mm -hmm. of African-American descent. And so, um, you know, there has been so much talk for so long about um black designers and still it's still an issue where black designers are not represented or not um, given um, aren't given the same amount of exposure as some other designers. And so mm -hmm. we wanted to make sure we did that. And um, in 2014, she actually launched um, the black dress exhibit um, where she featured uh, 10 African-American designers. And so still very much working with that. So be sure to check out blackdressexhibit.com. Okay. Um, some other things that I worked on, I am an aspiring writer. I've been working um, in the craft of screenwriting. And so <laughs> 2020 allowed me the time to actually, you know, like, look, oh, tomorrow's not promised. You need to finish these projects that you've been working on. Like so many other artists, you know, you start something and then don't finish. And so I was able to finish not one, but two scripts that I am in the process of shopping around to be picked up. 
um, and just building my portfolio in that respect. I have a lot of ideas in my head. And so it's good to be able to put, you know, um, pen to paper and or fingertips to keyboard <laughs> <laughs> to um, work on that and, and see where that goes. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, you know, throughout, <laughs> I would say throughout my adult life, um, you know, Stan has teased me and said that I am like the black Barbara Walters. I love talking to people. I love interviewing. I love being in people business. Jeez. Basically. I don't make people cry. That's not my thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, um, but Stan knows I, I love Oprah. I love Barbara Walters. I love you. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I've been throughout my adult life. People have always, uh, complimented me on the voice on the voice. And so, um, I have actually done uh, a couple of gigs for, you know, for mixtapes that pretty mm-hmm. much started out my career right, right in voiceover. So mixtapes and um, some other projects that I've done throughout. And most recently I was, um, I auditioned mm-hmm. for um, a graphic novel that will be coming out, but it's also a audiobook as well. Mm-hmm. Well, um- no, so the the recordings it's, that you're doing are for some actions that will be going on. Yeah, like the pitch, the, right? And the yeah. promo, you know yeah. what I mean? Connected to and it. And so I'm working on that. I'm not going to release too much information because it's still in the works. So I'm not going to tell anybody. But I'm working mm-hmm. on something in, in that respect um, where I got to work on an accent too. So this is my mm-hmm. this is where I get my acting chops. Oh yeah. In but um yeah so that is 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 in the in the forefront. Mm-hmm. Um gosh what else? But but you did other vo- uh, voiceover work too, not just that. Like you did some stuff for um couple right. different right. I'm so let I you tell it. I know, but oh, I, you know ain't they, supposed I don't to? know because they didn't release it. So I don't know. She getting work. That's I'm all getting you work. need to know. I'm, getting, you I'm know. putting in the work. You know what I mean? Y'all, putting in the work. I y'all promise mean? you. Yeah. So but yeah, I've done stuff for um some I won't say political, but some some you know corporations. Mm-hmm. There, you go. there you go. I've done some stuff for some corporations. Uh, and some nonprofits, and so yeah. So when they come out, I'll definitely be be able to share that with mm-hmm. you. But um, yeah, it's been it's been a good year. I mean, we've had, you know, there's been obviously there's some some rough patches as well, and some mm-hmm. you know some hurt obviously. But you know, we're grateful. We're all still here. You know, mm-hmm. us. We're parents. Um, you know, just like so many of you out there who are you know dealing with navigating virtual learning and. Mm-hmm. And mommy dad care at home. And <laughs> so it's been it's been a challenge. It's yeah, been a challenge. Sure. But you know, I think what helps with us, we actually we kind of like each other. That helps. Yeah, you know, I mean, it really does. like you know, yeah. when you look across the room, your eyes connect and you don't want to like, you know, fight. <laughs> that's that's a good thing. That's a good you thing. So, so you, yeah, know, you know, we try to appreciate the little things. Mm-hmm. Um, but mm-hmm. this has been this this having this as a platform has been a great um thing that we've wanted we've always we collaborate together on mm-hmm. on projects oh, and, and business anyway and so this was just one thing mm-hmm. and so we're happy to be able to do that no oh, for sure for yeah. sure yeah some of the uh stuff that happened i know uh, for me some of the uh, things i'm most proud of um outside of our our business um you know we mentioned the whole real folk blues thing so obviously all the accolades that came along with that um, this was my first time being on a billboard charting record. So that was super exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, something that just happened uh, last month. 
um, got a nomination from the Hollywood Music and Media um, Awards uh, for the work I did on the game Arknights uh, for a song called Renegade. So um, so receiving that non- nomination, that was also a first in my career. It, you know, I said it to a group of students that I work with to be to be um, 42 years old working in hip hop. Right. Like, yeah, I work in music and I technically work in the music music industry. But to be a 42 year old hip hop artist who's independent, um, underground, so to speak, and still be seeing so many first like, you know, like from month in, month out, still having first in my career has been um, a really, really um, it's been an exciting time, you know, especially to be able to do it under these conditions to still find ways to kind of reinvent myself and, and and all of that. So, yeah, it's been it's been really, really dope to see and stuff. And, um, you know, I'm excited for what's to come. You know what I'm saying? There's new all music, this new music, new music and all as all this wisdom kicks in. You know what I mean? You know what I'm talking about? You know, so all these grays, you know, so uh, <laughs> badge of honor, man. It's it's yeah. It's been dope. Absolutely. It's been dope growing in this. So, yeah. Yeah, man. So I hope you guys enjoyed that. I mean, we have so, so many things on the forefront. And we'll definitely be sure to share that with you. Um, I want to say in two weeks, Mm -hmm. we'll be our first guest for Artistry. So Mm -hmm. if you haven't um, seen, if this is your first episode, don't let it be your last. Be Mm -hmm. sure to subscribe. Be sure to share. Yes. Um, if you like what you hear, let us know. We'd love mm-hmm. to hear, you know, leave it in the comments, you know, leave, um, you know, if you want to rate us, we welcome that. Yes. Um, but yeah, if you, again, if you enjoy what you, you hear today, definitely go back into some of the past episodes to catch up on um, some of the other artists that we've worked with. Um, and we have tons of new artists that we're going to be um, interviewing in the coming weeks. And so definitely be sure to, to check us out. And um, yeah, we're yeah. looking forward to seeing you all again. Yeah, for sure. And definitely if you are um, a fellow creative or a small mm-hmm. business owner and yeah. you're in need of help, you're in need of guidance and different things like that, feel free to reach out. We're here. We're, we're definitely before the people and we want to see folks do well. So definitely want to um, see you win. Yes, absolutely. Because when you win, we win. Absolutely. You know, um, shout out the Luna Bunny. Um, one of the great things about being able to do this live now and record the video and stuff like that is we get to see some of y'all pop up and show love. So shout yeah. out to Luna Bunny. We definitely got some dope stuff coming with her as well. Our company is, oh, we can't talk about no, it. Okay. 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 Right. I can? No, you can. Okay, you can. got you. So yeah, so our company, um, as a company, we're working on our first ever uh, children's book. Um, so, you know, so Luna Bunny, uh, Bunny is going to be the illustrator for that. We're so um, excited. Yes, we are. So you can hear it in her voice. She ain't sound like that the whole interview. I know, I know. So, you know, it's real. Um, but yeah, so we're working on a children's book, which will be coming out later this year. Um, and shout out to Luna Bunny again for Absolutely. her work on it because she's killing it and it looks amazing. So, and she's on IG. So make sure to follow her. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. But yeah, but that's it for now. Um, No outro music for this one, but don't worry. We will be in like, listen, everything will be back to normal. (laughs) You know what I mean? Within these next two weeks, this is uh, this part of the show, us doing the visual side of it. I know for everyone listening, um, when you hear this later, like you're not going to know what we're talking about, but definitely us trying to manage the visuals 
wrong with the audio is a bit different than what we were doing before so it's a couple hiccups here and there but just bear with us hopefully we hit our stride by episode two <laughs> fingers crossed uh, but definitely we appreciate the continued support yeah. and um, stay tuned for more and make sure you subscribe to the channel um, as she said before hit that like button and if you are listening to the podcast make sure you subscribe uh, wherever uh, whatever platform you're listening on and continue to follow us for more awesomeness all right um right. and thank you all so much and we appreciate uh, you all for showing love in the comments as well all right so have a great one um and understand whenever our show um runs a little bit shorter we will mom for questions so if you all ever have questions including those of you who are here right now if you ever have questions feel free to just throw them in the mix and definitely if we got time to get to it uh we absolutely will every time all right you want to say anything else before we go? God bless you and good night. Thank you for coming out. God bless you <laughs> and good night. All right, y'all. Y'all have a great one, all right? All right. Peace. Peace, 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 peace.